0: Hello and welcome to the Guernsey Press Sport Podcast, rounding up the best of Bailiwick sport every week. Coming up, we'll hear from two of the Guernsey triathletes who'll be representing the home team at next summer's Island Games, Triathlon, the first sport to name its lineup for Guernsey 2023. We'll also have a look at what's coming up and pick out our moments of the local sporting week. I'm Tony Kerr, and with me, as ever, is Gareth the Bravo. Hi, Tony. And Jamie Ingle. Hi, Tony. Uh, great to see you both. Um, let's start with our picks of the week, shall we? we um gareth
1: what's stood out for you over the last few days well it's just um just after a summer where we've won two medals in the commonwealth games for the first time in 28 years or whatever it was um we've got the the release of the the next um program for the victoria 2026 games and it's great to see some new sports on there and it's um quite interesting a couple of the new ones certainly coastal rowing sort of immediately you start thinking well guernsey does a lot of rowing so perhaps we could get a team in there and um, a couple of the other ones, certainly and uh, sort of as a sort of a golfer myself, I was quite interested to see golf uh, included for the first time. And I think um, all depending on how they do that format and what have you, it could be interesting to see perhaps um, a couple of our younger players who are sort of... Um, already at scratch status on, on handicap wise and uh, in their teenage years they might be able to sort of push for selection and go and represent the island in in such a huge event and you're going to put your hand up as well i think well only as a caddy i'm quite happy. I'm quite, i'll be quite happy to wander around melbourne or something with a with a bag on my back for for 36 or 40 uh, 72 <laughs> holes or whatever just to help someone out if they really require it
0: well there you go the offer's in i know i mean that is awesome i think um for both of us what well, bmx is the other one um you know we well, I mean, I spent a fair bit of time on the BMX track when I was a kid, um, but at sure um But I don't think I've quite made the great show. <laughs> <laughs> but we, you know, I, mean, I don't know much about BMX in the island. I don't know there's a huge amount of sort of organisation around it. But maybe that'll be a bit of a, um, a kind of motivator to, to kind of get that sport going.
1: Yeah, well, that's the thing. When, when sort of um, sports programs release for sort of uh, games like this, it, it does sort of make people sort of concentrate and also just evaluate what what could be done. Where sort of where's next? to To go in in sort of various disciplines of of, of, of all sports and um, yeah so so to see sort of the whole list and it's such an extensive list as well I mean there's sort of twenty sports with various disciplines involved in in, in many of them and you just you just think there's opportunities there and sort of hopefully somebody will sort of grasp the nettle in certain sports like you say BMX might be something which um you know with this sort of opportunity we've got such a thriving sort of velo club over here perhaps that's something we might be able to look at in future who knows yeah absolutely i mean for the golfers and the coastal rowers as you say
0: um yeah i mean yeah the the rowing scene here is uh, is fantastic and you yeah, know you'd think there's got to be an opportunity there and and for the golf i guess that's the question: Is what do they go with? Do they do they want the sort of pros and this sort kind of the very sort of top, yeah, professional players involved, or will it be an amateur affair? And I guess we'll have to wait and see.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, there's um, there's still a lot to be sort of worked out. We haven't actually heard the exact formats of a lot of the sports. The fact that it's included is, is a great thing. But um, you know, we'll we'll have guys who they're currently. If you look at sort of like the likes of Ollie Chedoke, who's who's um, the Hampshire Junior Champion this year, he, he's got up to plus three in handicap in the last couple of years. So um, you know, give it for, uh, sort of three more years until those games come around in sort of the spring of 2026. Guys like him and a couple of the other youngsters who sort of are the same um, on the same upward trajectory as Ollie, you know, they could be a really high standard. And if it's an amateur event, or even if it's just sort of like they limit each nation to a certain number of players, we we could have a couple of guys or, or girls, perhaps representing us out there and I think it'd be just a, a great opportunity for them I
0: see the gauntlet's already been thrown down in Jersey shooting back on the agenda not full ball which is a bit of a disappointment because um, you know that is a, a discipline I suppose that we've, we've kind of excelled at here isn't it
1: yeah we've got such strength in full ball but basically because of the um, Elizabeth College sort of uh, production line there Rick LePage was sort of like the, the master of shooting for many many years and produced so many quality shooters now Pete Jury now actually sort of coaches uh, helps coaching with Elizabeth College he's obviously represented Guernsey at several uh, several Commonwealth games before um, and it, it is a really sort of strong when you see our results when we go away to Bisley and sort of like the big inter- international meets um and get sort of young guys in the gb squads which we seem to do every year it would have been great to have full ball back because it is just a very strong sport for guernsey as it happens um that's not going to be included unfortunately but there is like the air rifle air pistol and trap shooting and what have you so there are opportunities there um yeah it is it is a bit disappointing though when we found out full ball wasn't going to be there
0: yeah and as i say the gauntlet has been thrown down um from jersey cameron Piraway, who's a very talented young um rifle shooter um you know who's sort of I I guess kind of drifted away from the sport a bit but with shooting um, not included in Birmingham but yeah he, i see his quotes in the jp this week basically saying that you know he's desperate to kind of flip the uh what do you say flip the narrative or um return the favor should we say and, and win some medals for his island so uh yeah hopefully we've got you know we've got a couple of athletes i'm already eyeing up victoria 2026 so you can add to that medal hall from birmingham
1: well yeah the great thing is of course all, all seven sports which we were representative in, in birmingham are back on the agenda as well and um yeah, you'd have thought um, Lucy Beer would want to go back and perhaps see if she can upgrade to a gold. And um, Ala Chalmers, he might even be even better then. You know, so you know, we, we, we could come back with even more medals from, from Victoria. So um, here's, here's hoping. Yeah,
0: fantastic. And uh, another man who did very well in Birmingham, of course, was Sam Colvewell on the bike. Um, didn't quite land a medal in the end, but did himself very proud there. And I think, Jamie, he's your pick of the week.
2: Oh, yeah, definitely. Over the last couple of days, uh, Sam has managed to has managed a very respectable individual result at their Tour de Taiwan, which is a bit of a change for him. Um, yeah, I mean, he's at a critical point in his career, like moving on from the under 23s to full senior cycling, but yeah, after five days of hard racing in high temperatures and very high humidity, he placed not only second in their overall general classification behind a very strong Australian rider, but he also won their polka dot jersey for being King of the Mountains, as I would call it. So yeah, another strong ride for him off the back of his excellence at the Commonwealth Games. Uh, hopefully, he gets noticed, and hopefully, he can make a smooth progression up to the next level of yeah, professional cycling.
0: Yeah, really impressive um, stuff down there. I think you've been speaking to Gary Walbridge, the former president of the Velo Club, of course, um, uh, Sam's stepdad as well, uh, who, who knows. Uh, knows his cycling obviously very well um and you can read some of those quotes in saturday's paper um yeah uh, as you say uh, a critical moment for for sam in his career and uh, this won't uh, have done him any harm at all <laughs> very interesting to see um what tv ends up with uh, next and and what his next move is so uh, yeah we'll um, be right across that obviously here at the guernsey press and right that's it for part one coming up next we'll be talking Trathon. Welcome back. Now, it's just about nine months to go until the Island Games return to Guernsey for a third time. And things really are starting to take shape now, not least um, in terms of the makeup of Team Guernsey. We now know the first 10 athletes who'll be representing the home team next summer with Triathlon, the first of the 14 sports to announce their selections. For the men, that's Josh Lewis, James Travers, Thierry Le Cheminon, Dave Mosley, Chris Norman and Orvis Festrop. And for the women, Megan Chapel, Chloe Truff, for Amy Critchlow and Emily Squire. Congratulations to them, a really exciting moment, I'm sure, to see their names confirmed. Um, team Guernsey, proudly sponsored by Upmost, and we'll be speaking to representatives of every sport as they join the fold, and um, for what promises to be uh, an amazing week next July. Um, JB, we have been catching up with a couple of those 10, um, yeah, two athletes at sort of either end of the experience spectrum, if you like, um, the youngest <laughs> member of the team, um, Thierry Le Cheminon, and its oldest, Emily Squire. Fantastic to see um, both of them involved. And uh, Jamie, yeah, two athletes, I guess you, you kind of show that, that triathlon really is a sport that sort of caters for, you know, a real spectrum of, of age and experience.
2: Yeah, I think starting with Thierry, he's been like the star pupil of the Guernsey Triathlon Club over the last few years. Um, he's only seventeen year old. He's only 17 years old. He's got a very, very strong case to be considered our top domestically based triathlete. And he seems to only be getting better He's relatively new to racing Olympic distance. Indeed, if the Island Games were to be held in 2021, he would have been too young. But yeah, he's got the opportunity to race in the UK quite a lot this season. He's qualified for some quite big world and European type races. And yeah, it'll be fantastic to see his development before Guernsey. Moving on to Emily, uh, she's... I mean she's been quite open with this. She was battling cancer last year. She's come back. She's producing some of her best performances yet. And yeah, she's she is the oldest in the squad, but still one of our strongest domestically based athletes. But yeah, she features very strongly across a range of triathlon events. Um, she's got a knack for endurance, and she actually did that. Uh, she actually did an Iron Man. That's 140.6 miles all by herself yesterday because she missed the Iron Man in Barcelona. <laughs> I mean, that sort of shows the sort of mental strength she's got, and just like commitment to the sport really
0: quite incredible um stuff from emily uh fantastic to see her uh, in the mix for next summer um well let's hear that chat with uh, thierry and emily emily thierry welcome to the pod
3: hello thank, Great you. To see thank you, guys. you for having us
0: <laughs> congratulations um i suppose first of all on uh being selected for next summer's island games um thierry it'll be your first one of course so let
4: me come to you first how does it feel to sort of have your name on that team sheet yeah, really happy. Um it's quite a shock actually to know that you're gonna be part of the games, but hopefully it'll be great representing the island as well and hopefully it'll go well.
0: Yeah, fantastic. I mean you are obviously still very young. Um how early or yeah, kind of at what stage did you realise being part of the home
4: team for, for home games kind of was a realistic possibility. I think after the like last year, sort of how that finished, if I did well this year it could potentially go with the delay as well helping out. That was more of a realistic approach for it. Isn't it?
3: We kind of yeah. wanted him, yeah. The, the The delay, I think, kind of worked out well for Thierry because he would have been too young still <laughs> last year. <laughs> And it was a real shame. So actually, the COVID delays probably really helped. The rest of us are all a year older, though, so Yeah, that's
0: <laughs> yeah I mean, you've been there before, of course. Um, but how special will it be, do you think, to be involved in a home games? I mean, how much of a target it's been?
3: Yeah, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I had a bit of a funny year last year because I had cancer. So for me, it's been like, just get through the qualification and then spend the winter sort of getting strong again. So I am really excited. And I love, uh, we've got a really good sort of triathlon gang <laughs> uh, I think everyone gets on really well it's quite a close squad um, and so I'm I just really look, looking forward to being a part of it and last one in Toronto I actually got injured about uh, six weeks before and didn't really shake the injury so I want to do one where I actually hopefully remain injury free
0: you want to come in with a clear run yeah just talk us through kind of uh, sort of how it's affected you as an athlete I suppose uh
3: well it's been quite frustrating year actually because uh I had treatment last year for the whole year um and I managed to kind of keep up with the cycling quite a lot but the running I just really struggled with the running and it's not I can run a long way like I can run for, for hours at the same pace but it's a speed work so I've just struggled with that. So that's what this winter will be about for me: is just getting some strength and some speed back. Yeah, so yeah he doesn't have that. Problem.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got that in, in spades at the moment. Um, and, and when you look at the the whole team, as well, you know, you've said, obviously it's a very close knit group. Um, to sort of see those names on on the board now, I mean, obviously there's a couple of them that are sort of based away. Um, and who I guess will be hoping to be at the sharp end, um, certainly in, in you know, the shape of Josh and Megan. Um, but in terms of what you've got on Ireland as well, is there a lot of um, kind of camaraderie that you'll be able to kind of draw on as you sort of work? I suppose put that hard work in over the winter.
3: Uh, yeah, we. Oh, I think we, I think the whole squad actually, apart from the people off Ireland, all swim together. Yeah. Um, there's an entire gang of which Thierry is one. Yeah. Uh, but we do all time of we all kind of we kind of swim. Uh, and ride right? and ride together yeah I sit on their wheels on a Sunday <laughs> yeah so it is a close-knit gang so I'm, I'm looking forward to it
2: yeah so looking at the team for next year's Games uh, four members of a team I think we established are competing at the Island Games for the first time Thierry you're one of them obviously but you've also got people like into their 40s who are making their first appearance I mean yeah what does that say about triathlon and the fact that you can just just a range of opportunities for sport offers
3: I think well, the one thing with a triathlon, I think, is it, it's, a lot of it is endurance. And I think as you get older, actually, that's probably because it is an endurance sport. I think as you get older, you kind of you, you, you learn to get through that pain threshold a bit more. Um, so I think but then obviously you've got, you've got some youngsters coming through. And actually the club, I think having Thierry and Megan doing so well means we actually we've got a load of youngsters coming through now who hopefully will be at the next Island Games. Um But I think there's more of an awareness around kind of sport and sport uh, physiology. So actually, I think for the Thierrys coming through, maybe, you know, it's still that endurance. He's so fast over everything that <laughs> it doesn't really seem to affect him his age.
0: And <laughs> Yeah, I guess with the winter training behind you as well, Thierry, I mean, kind of looking out ahead to next summer, do you hope to be in the mix
4: i mean how, how do you sort of shape up compared to you know the likes of josh lewis and, and ollie turner <laughs> yeah i think like this winter i want to put a lot of training in to try and get as close as i can out of the water to them i think on the bike they'd definitely be a lot stronger but maybe be able to pull it back a bit but just got to come out of the water as close as i can so i've got to improve my summer a lot but hopefully with the time i've got now to do it it should be able to happen Does that involve a lot of hours in the pool then over the winter yeah a lot
3: <laughs> well, i think it's going to be really close to, to I overall think, or
0: with, with Thierry yeah, as well yeah
3: because I think he's underselling his bike <laughs> so I, I actually think if he gets anywhere near them in the water I think I think it'll be really close and I think there could be a surprise
0: wow That's a, I mean it's such an exciting no event as well you know having been to a couple of Island games now the fact it's pretty much, well, I suppose it's different this time because you've got the relay as well, which we'll come on to in a minute. But, you know, the fact it's so early in the week that the main event, it really does kind of kick things off. And I'm sure with a big home crowd um, sort of down there, uh, you know, next summer, that, that, you know, it'll be the, I don't know, it'll kind of feel like the moment the games is is kind of really up and running.
3: Yeah, I think so. And um, girls got gold last year, last time. So uh, boys need to try and match
2: that. <laughs> 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 Um, speaking about the women's individual race, uh, obviously, uh, Megan got silver interval to 2019. We know how much she's come on since then. Uh, what do you reckon you could be expecting from her?
3: Uh, she just gets faster and faster and faster. Uh, so <laughs> I, it, it's going to take someone with a pretty strong performance <laughs> to, to be... If she carries on and she stays injury-free, I mean, this season, she's just got quicker and quicker and quicker in every discipline. I mean, her bike... She pretty, she's biking up with, she's kind of hitting bike speeds that the, the men's yeah. team are, are getting. She's incredible. Um, Jersey have a young, youngster, so I'm not quite sure because she's an incredibly fast runner. So I don't know. I don't know. But I, she's definitely going to be up there.
0: Yeah. is that part of the allure of it that actually you're kind of lining up on the beach or um, whatever it is, or a pontoon, I suppose, in, in other places, but you, you kind of don't exactly know what you're up against <laughs> or, or how it's going to play out?
4: Yeah, I think that's always a good thing. Actually, not knowing what everyone else is going to be doing and the shape they're in, I think it's always give you a bit more of an edge to think and see how the race plans out. More.
3: Yeah, because I think we get used to each other on the island, so you know, kind of you pretty much know what's going to happen. But Thierry's been racing off island this season quite a lot, so you've probably experienced that more than any of us actually this yeah, year. Yeah,
4: pretty much didn't know any of the competition over there. I feel like it's kind of like a good benefit because you don't know where anyone's at. So you can go in feeling good, or you can go in feeling bad. You just gotta sort of plan out how your race wants to go. Race your own race and just see how everyone else goes. And kind a of. like good to have over here as well, with all the different people and a race at home as well. Be nice.
0: Yeah, it's gonna be huge. And I mentioned the the relay as well, um, which is gonna be I think towards the back end of the week. So usually triathletes, uh, you know, have an ample opportunity to let their hair down. <laughs> yeah. but you've got to uh, you've got to stay focused till the end of the week this time. Um, <laughs> yeah i mean how exciting is that this event i mean how will you guys prepare um do you are you, are you all involved you know will, will both kind of the full men's and women's squads be on the start line now do you, do you pick a, a team
3: no we'll be picking teams so the relay teams are made up of two men and one female athlete um each island can have two teams i think there's an agreement now that if the other islands don't have enough female athletes, we can use some of our junior female athletes, which is great. Um Yeah, but we'll be picking teams. I probably won't be in it because um I don't really do sprinting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so how will that come Yeah, how will that happen? What's the sort of process? I mean, will you sort of have one, quote unquote, stacked team and uh, will you kind of try and spread the...
3: No, we'll yeah. have one stacked team. Yeah, uh, I think only one, I'm not actually 100% sure, but I think um, only one medal can go per island, so even if Guernsey came first and second I think there would only be one medal is my understanding but that could be wrong yeah so we'll have a stack team we'll have to have lots of relay races and they'll compete against each other and I'll pick
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah I mean I think potentially that could be quite an exciting opportunity for you just obviously if you make the squad like as a younger athlete yeah I mean do you think that would play to your strengths
4: I think if I got picked for the team it'd be good but I think this that sort of distance definitely helps out with doing some of the races off this year, season as well, racing away. It's kind of that distances I needed for that. So got quite a bit of experience in that distance. And I think that also really brings a lot of team, spirit and atmosphere together. And I think the crowds will be quite big, which would be good to see. It will sort of be like a super league. They've got in Jersey and all around the world. So it be nice.
3: I think Thierry's probably got some of the best bike handling skills in the squad as well, which is because it's in, the, in town along the front. So there's going to be a lot of corners and a bit of cobbles, I think, actually. Mm. So I think it's—I think a lot of it's going to be down to bike handling. And I don't think anyone's as strong as Thierry on bike handling mm. skills. Okay, <laughs> Getting a lot of confidence in. Yeah, yeah great. it's Very great. Very nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's because I sit on his wheel on the train, <laughs> right, making sure he doesn't drop me. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's going to be a, uh, yeah, it's going to be a huge week. I mean, obviously, Emily, you're you know, involved in, in running the club as well. Or, or, you know, you've, you've obviously played your part in kind of, making the sport what it is locally. I mean, how much uh, of a challenge is it to be sort of competing and I suppose being aware of the the process that's going to go into hosting uh, the actual races themselves?
3: Yeah, I've tried to stay away from it as much as possible for the actual (laughs) organisation side of things. So um, Sean Murphy's actually our kind of triathlon organiser and he's working alongside Amy. Uh, We're trying to shield Amy as much as possible because obviously she's competing as well. And then we've got Alan Rowe, who is our team manager. So he's going to be looking after us as athletes, which I'm sure he's looking forward to. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm trying to stay away from the kind of organisation of it because it, it's a huge, it's a huge task and two events as well, which it, it is really exciting. But it's, yeah, it's double, double the work. So I think Sean's enjoying it so far. We'll see how he gets on.
0: Yeah, a lot of planning, I'm sure. And how does it feel to be, the, yeah, the first kind of, uh, sort of cabs off the rank? I guess the first, the first names on the the Team Guernsey uh, <laughs> list for next summer is quite special.
3: Yeah, it's special. We um, it just gives us more time to prepare. Um, our season sort of starts quite late, and so if we left it any longer, you, you're not in any kind of you know you need you need the winter to prepare and you know really focus on that race. I mean that that will probably be. Well, it'll be my A race. Thierry's probably got quite a lot of A races, <laughs> but um, for most of us, uh, apart from Josh and Thierry, that this will be our A race of the season. So, making sure that we have that in our diaries and are training to that point, so that we arrive there fit and healthy, is kind of key.
0: So that means the that sort of the, yeah, the race that's the absolute focus.
3: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Would you have anything ahead of it, Thierry? That kind of that you'll be burning up to as well. Um, I've got Europeans sometime around next year. I'm not quite sure on the dates yet. Then World is like the 20th of september so it's quite a bit after so at the moment island games is the main focus and those will just come after it so quite a busy summer
0: yeah <laughs> yeah and just give us a, yeah i mean you know we mentioned the sort of hours in the pool but give us a, a a sense of how hard you guys are going to be working over the winter i mean how many hours a week will you you need
4: to put in to be where you want to be um probably about 16 upwards just to get up to that now <laughs> Shake your head, it? I
3: don't think I'll be doing sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> I have do between eight and twelve, um, and it's a real mix. I think we'll be out on the bike. I think there'll be a lot of hills just to get some strength up hmm. for all of us. Uh, I we think we swim kind of three times a week, uh, run three times, and about three bikes. Yeah. So yeah, it's a long. But I think the winter's kind of we 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 obviously quite different because I am. Um, female and old. <laughs> and yeah, it's male and young, so our our training's probably quite different. I think for me it's going to be about just just a lot of strength. Um, and trying to get some speed back. Just looking at
2: that squad again, they're not all triathletes who have been doing it season after season for years. I I see Chloe Troffitt's made the cuts and has probably become our like top domestically based female athletes over the last couple of years. Uh, likewise, Chris Norman has been really strong this season. Um, yeah, I mean, what what was, do you have to say, for those like debuting triathletes who have um, come through and have been pushing people who have been doing it for years?
3: Well, Chloe's been amazing. Um, she kind of came into the sport, this is only her second season and... She just has, she's just flown. I think she was probably encouraged into the sport through Megan. Um, and she's just developed in strength and stamina and speed. And I think, and her, her improvement over a year has been amazing. I mean, she's been off Ireland. She's qualified for the world duathlon championships. I think that she qualified for the Europeans as well.
4: Yeah. And worlds. And
3: worlds. Yeah. Yeah. So she's, she's been incredible. Um, but she's also, like, a long time... She's quite a similar background to Megan. So, actually, they were both junior athletes together. So, it seems to be the sort of they've come back. Yeah. I'll let you talk about Chris, because... You...
4: <laughs> yeah. Um, Chris has definitely had, quite like, a lot. Yes, last year and this year has been amazing for him, I think, with qualifying for European's Worlds again. Racing his first Ironman and doing well, under 10 in that. Definitely for their first Ireland game, it's going to be great. To be a home one as well. Them and quite a few of us new to it as well for the first
0: just finally Emily obviously you've been there I mean what what can you say about um, kind of what what Tiara is in for in terms of the occasion and the uh, the, the,
3: the... I think he probably knows because he's done so much (laughs) racing in the UK but I just just it's just such a great experience I just love the whole kind of squad it's very rare that you get that in triathlon we all kind of do our own we do our own races and we go off and we do our own things whereas I think the Island Games you actually feel like you are a part of a squad I, I love that I think that's just you know it's great and you're kind of willing everyone to do well and so I remember James Travers in Gibraltar and he'd finished his race and he was like running next to all the girls like come on go on and let's you know it's just that we don't often get that in triathlon and it's just a, it's a really nice feeling it's a really nice thing to be a part of
0: yeah incredible well you have lots of support then within uh, within your sport within your team yeah and uh, I'm sure there'll be absolutely loads of support come uh, come the races next summer so uh, yeah best of luck with the build-up and um, we'll speak to you again I'm sure thank you okay.
3: very
4: much cheers
0: Emily Squire and Thierry Le Cheminant speaking to me and Jamie there. Um, yeah, long winter of training ahead for, for them and for the rest of the 10 triathletes who will be lining up for Guernsey next summer. Um, looking forward to following their progress and um, yeah, we'll have plenty more build-up, of course, um, across platforms as we get ready for one of the biggest weeks of sport um, Guernsey uh, will ever have seen. Um, excitement starting to build, Gareth
1: um excitement and sort of <laughs> there's so much ahead it's going to be a it's going to be a very busy very exciting week um i know how tired we'll all be after it but uh no it's it's great that it's actually finally happening like um as jamie mentioned it should have been 2021 and we've we've had to wait that extra a couple of years because of obvious reasons um so yeah it's it's finally now that the teams are starting to be announced it just it just finally actually seems like it's happening which is just fantastic and uh now i'm sure um it'll be a great week and um when you see all the volunteers signing up as well, it just shows that uh, the whole island will be pretty much taken over by Island Games Fever next summer and uh, it should be a great event. Yeah, more than 900
0: volunteers signed up um, for that, which is a fantastic effort. And as we say, um, 10 members of Team Guernsey confirmed. There'll be plenty more to come. Um Team Guernsey, proudly sponsored by Utmost um, for next summer's games. And we'll be speaking to representatives, as I say, of all of the sports um, as those selections are made. So keep an ear up for that here on the Guernsey Press Sport Podcast. Um, right, let's have a look at what's coming up um, a bit sooner than that over the weekend. Um, what have you got your eye on, Gareth?
1: Well, it's going to be um, an, an interesting weekend down at um, Foots Lane. There's a heck of a lot going on at Foots Lane, as, as usual, on a Saturday in, in the autumn, but um, it's the it's the uh, Hockey Uptons this weekend, which haven't taken place because of the pandemic for a couple of seasons now, so it's great to actually see some Jersey sub, uh, club sides coming over to challenge our champions. So, um, Panthers are our ladies double double winners from last year. They take on um, Quackers in the women's event, which starts at noon on Saturday, and then that'll be followed straight by the, the men's Upton between Guernsey champions Jobos, and um crusaders of jersey so there'll be some some really top action there it's it's always a they're always closely fought matches and um I imagine it will be no different this time. The two Guernsey sides warmed up with some absolute thrillers last weekend. I mean, um, Panthers went 4-0 down within the space of 13 minutes last weekend and ended up winning 6-5. So they're obviously in good goal-scoring form. Whether they can shore up their defence is probably the more important question. And then um, Yobos were, were two trailing 2-0 to casuals last weekend and they ended up winning 4-3. So um, they'll certainly... Um, They'll certainly be ready for another tight match this weekend against their their Jersey champion the counterparts.
2: Yeah, brilliant Um big day as you say, down at Fitzlane. There, Jamie, where are you going to be? Um, tonight I'm going to be catching the start of the domestic basketball season. Um, it's a big season for a couple of reasons. A, it marks for a return to Bocageau, but B, um, yeah, it's all part of a long road to the Island Games, and we should hopefully have quite a spectacular home but home island games basketball tournament lined up next summer it's also quite an exciting curtain raiser in that women's champions praxis pumas are starting off their campaign on the first night taking on lamont Saint and storm who are welco- who are welcoming back liz kerr who i think is quite widely regarded as the best guernsey ladies basketball player
1: of all time It was certainly the last time guernsey hosted the island games and our women's basketball team came out as gold medalists um, Liz was the absolute star of the show. She won player of the tournament, and um, she's just an absolute sort of a class above everything else. In certainly in that tournament, she was. And um, she can, she's represented Guernsey on several other occasions at Ireland Games, and it's, it's great to see her back involved. She's um, obviously, very much in veteran status now, but I'm, I'm sure I'm sure she'll still prove herself to be. Um, still be a very high quality player and um it's it's just great for the rest of the league to sort of be able to play against players of that standard it it certainly would help improve them as well just just watching how she operates and um yeah, it's uh, it's great that, that she's back, and um, it's also great that basketball's back at Bosa Shore as well. Yeah, long time coming. Um, yeah, good to see.
0: And I mean, is that with a view to having part of the Island Games squad, or am I asking a bit too much?
2: <laughs> uh, speaking to Guernsey Basketball Association President Pete Bose here, who is also our coach, uh, <laughs> I mean, they may be playing it down, but I've been led to believe she's not. She's not training with the Island squads. Um, I mean. She, from what I gather, she's just back to have a bit of fun. But yeah, as Gareth says, she'll definitely be a formidable player.
0: Well, there's definitely a few um, kind of old hands coming out of the woodwork, I think, as the Island Games creep up. So we'll see uh, how many of them make the uh, start line. But yeah, really good to see that. And um, yeah, big season, as you say, of basketball ahead at Bowser Shore. Um, so yeah, all the best to everyone involved there. Um, right, I think that's just about it. We'll be back on Monday with another Guernsey Press football podcast, reflecting uh, on a weekend which uh, sees Guernsey FC run out of Foots lane, um, in the league uh, and a host of local sides over in jersey in the Wee Way Cup, so keep an ear out for that one um otherwise do give us a follow on social media at gsy press sport is the place to go hit follow subscribe and wherever you get your podcast to get every episode of this show delivered straight to you and do pick up a paper six days a week for the very best local sports coverage um, right have a good weekend whatever you're doing and we'll see you soon
2: cheers Tony cheers Tony